Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shingles List, where we talk movies, music, trending news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I'm Dave Shingler, and I'm joined by my sweet Caroline, Cleon Bewley. Tank fly, boss walk, jam nitty gritty. You're listening to advice from Christopher Whitty. This is lockdown two. <laughs> hey, oh, now. Oh, that was brilliant. We can end the show there. That was gold. Gold? <laughs> gold. It's the best 30 seconds anybody's ever experienced. Well, that's normally my shelf life. <laughs> oh, what do you know, man? Uh, not much, not much. Everybody's dead and we can't go out, as yeah. you said. Yeah, that's happened. Everybody's dead and we can't go out. So, um, What do you want to do first, <clears throat> death or lockdown? Well, let's, um, <laughs> let's, let's like, ease into it. Let's lube it up first. And um, <clears throat> we'll, we'll, we'll spit on it first and get everything ready. So... I do a show on my own, you come back um, with your dodgy knee and do a show on Wednesday, and between Wednesday and now, everybody died and we can't leave the house, so <laughs> that's pretty much what, what, what what's happened there. So, um, shall we do the, let's do the deaths first, let's go for the I deaths. I think we should do them in order. Okay, I haven't got the order. I just uh... I've got I've got the order, so you're just gonna have to go okay, with me on the go order. On then. Go on then. Okay, so on the twenty eighth of October we had Robert Harper, better known as Bobby Ball. Bobby Ball. Bobby oh, Ball, Bobby better Ball. known better known as being the half of comedy duo Cannon and Ball. Mainly famous for doing the Cannon and Ball show between nineteen seventy nine and nineteen eighty eight. So a remarkable run. 79, 89, yeah, nearly a whole decade in television. I am. Um, I, I, he was two weeks ago outside a supermarket doing a gig without a mask on. Because <laughs> he was diagnosed. I mean, I don't know what he actually died of, but he did have COVID, didn't he? Yeah, and he had COPD. Right, okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> so, I. Obviously, I know I know Bobby, I know Cannonball, I know Bobby Ball, uh, but I'm a little bit too young to really remember like the TV show. Like I know them from like being like guests on like talk shows and stuff, and like from Panto and things like that. And you know, like you know, my dad used to watch. Yeah. Those. So I, I kind of you know I know Cannonball and, and I, I remember Rock on Tommy. Yeah, yeah, rock on, Tommy. Um, what what I do remember them from is um, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. Um, and we, we had when I worked at uh, Arbuckles, uh, we had a chef um, called Gaz, and he looked like he didn't he didn't look like Bobby Ball. He had big curly hair, right, <laughs> and he was short. So you know, because of that, we said he looked like Bobby Ball, and it was around the time that Bobby Ball was on I'm a Celebrity. And I don't know if you ever watch I'm a Celebrity uh, or not, but when he was doing the trials, he would shout his wife's name, but really fast. So if he was, like, panicking, he'd go, So whenever we needed anything in the kitchen... What was the name? I think it was Yvonne. Um... So whenever we needed anything in the kitchen and we needed Gaz to do it, we'd all start going, So, yeah, so, you know, a British comedy institution were Cannon and Ball, weren't they? You know what I mean? It was like that old school comedy duo um, from from that era of comedy, I don't really remember them myself from the, the TV show. The serious and silly comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if, I don't really remember the TV shows that well myself. But I, obviously, I know the name and I do know them from like all the pantos that they did and, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, you know, a big loss there for for British comedy. Um, and then, no sooner had we got our braces out. And we were saying the words rock on, Tommy, rock on Tommy, Nobby Styles. Nobby Styles. On the 30th of October, age 78, he was, a world, he was one of the very few Englishmen to be a World Cup winner, a European, European Cup, winner, Cup winner, yeah. a European Super Cup winner, and have two league 
what were first division, what could be called Premier League yeah, titles yeah. to his name. Um, he died at age 78. So no sooner were we saying rock on Tommy, we were knocking his front teeth out in honour of Norbert Styles, otherwise known as Nobby. Nobby Styles. Who died age 78. So is that, I believe, and I can't name them, I believe, is that seven or is that eight of the England 66 squad that have left us now? I believe it's yeah. eight. I'm going for eight. Yeah, yeah, um, eight. Eight. Jeff Hurst is still alive. <clears throat> I can't think. I can't think. I'm not playing who's alive and who's dead right now. So, yeah, uh, Nobby Styles, ex Manchester United, Hatchet Man, as he was called then. Mm. Uh, had a lot more to his game than a Hatchet Man. He was a very good midfielder or defensive midfielder as what would be known as today. So, yeah. And then, David. <laughs> Sean Connery. Sean Connery. However, however, Sean, uh, Sean Connery died in different circumstances. Sean Connery died in his sleep at his holiday home in the Bahamas, age 90. Um, he had a very good life. So it was more of a celebration of life. As pretty much with the rest of them, they were all, 76, Bobby Ball, mm, a bit early. But Sean Connery, age 90, he was James Bond in 1962, 1971, 1983. Go on, Dave, do an impression of Sean Connery as James Bond. Uh, uh, no, no, I'm not, I'm not even, I'm not, I'm not. Do it. I, no, it's not happening. In honour of Sean Connery, <laughs> do it. I can't do a Sean Connery. All I can do is Bond. Eddie. I can do Eddie Izzard doing Sean Connery. Because he always used to, he always used to do James Mason and Sean Connery impressions. And he was there was this scene where he's he's um, he's doing like Noah's Ark, and is he God? I think God is played by James Mason and Noah is played by Sean Connery and they're arguing the toss and, Sh- and Sean Connery like Noah's like um, uh, I don't think we should we should build an ark maybe we should build a speedboat we should we should build a, a speedboat and you know put all the animals with the long ears down the side it'll look better for the books <laughs> <laughs> he was also in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen which is a film I like I thought that was a good um, film he bloody I tanked that- didn't it at the yeah, box office. I thought it was a good film. I thought it was all right. Entrapment mm-hmm. with Catherine Zeta-Jones. You've got that on video, I believe, hmm, to the left of the down second right. shelf up. Yeah. On video. On video. And <laughs> also he starred in The Rock, amongst others. Do you know what? That... Many, many, many others. It's what it's one of the films that, um, one of the first films that popped into my head was Sean Connery when he passed away. And everybody's always, they're always going to cite him for Bond, you know what I mean? And, but for me, like, I really fucking like that film. And I know it's a Nick Cage Mm. film, but Sean Connery in that role, in that film, was absolutely fucking brilliant. Um, Who did he play in that film? I can't remember his name. I can't remember the character, I can't remember the character's name, but I can't remember Nick Cage's character's name. I just, I just love the film. And then I'll watch it and go, fucking art's a brilliant film, and then forget everything about it. Like, (laughs) and then watch it again and go, fucking art's a brilliant film. You just remember the plot. I don't remember any of the characters' names, I don't remember anything, but he was the guy that was in, in, in a deep, dark fucking cell for the rest of his life in prison, and they needed his help because he's the only person to escape from Alcatraz. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember the character's name. Uh, but yeah, that was the film that popped into my head because I'm not a, a massive Bond fan. You know, I tried watching the films. I think I'm a little bit late getting onto them old films because they are dated. They're very dated. Um, yes. You know, so my I suppose my real kind of introduction to Bond was was Pierce Brosnan in the '90s. They were the ones that I kind of enjoyed. Yeah, and I've not watched any of the the Daniel Craig one we've discussed this before I've not watched any Mate, of the Daniel Craig ones you should start those films they're brilliant films yeah well I've been told I've been told that they're, they're brilliant and I shouldn't really get on them um, but you know I've, I've got them uh, I just haven't watched them so mm. maybe I should start with the Daniel Craig ones a little bit of um, Sean Connery trivia if you will he turned down the role of Gandalf 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 Gandalf, Gandalf. Um, with a £30 million upfront packet 
and a 15% cut of the movies. That would have netted him around... <laughs> Quick maths. £450 million. Nice. <clears throat> did, he not, did he not turn it down because, like, he fucking hated Hollywood? No, he didn't understand the script, apparently. Because mm. he, like, the, he... He's admitted to like just hating Hollywood, and that's why he's never lived there. You know, he just stayed in Scotland and then stayed in the Bahamas. He <laughs> was around the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. I think he fell out with Hollywood. Mm. I think he was around that time. Yeah, but anyway, age ninety, he also served in the Royal Navy between nineteen forty six and nineteen forty nine. It was a uh, ninety years old man. I mean. I, I always, whenever you, you see like a celebrity or somebody pass away, saying you know celebrity or, or anybody really, and they're they're of a certain age, you know the phrase oh it's a good oh it's got innings it's got innings, mm-hmm. you know and and I think with ninety, you can always like I think ninety is like that's a good innings you know what I mean? And yeah, well done. I look at my age and I'm like mm, you know I'd like to I, I've always said if I can get into my eighties I'll be happy like. But then, no way. I was like, if I can get into my 80s, I'll be happy. But then I think to myself, try saying the same thing when I'm 81. You know what I mean? Am I actually happy now? <laughs> like, would I be happy if I just went to sleep tonight? Probably fucking not. Um, so it's like, <clears throat> oh, 85, that's a good innings. Yeah, say that to somebody who's 84. You know what I mean? 18, we've, got, we've got a 20-year hiatus in the nursing home yet to come. Yeah. Just so, what, just, <laughs> just me and you in one <laughs> No, there'll be me, you it'll be full circle. There'll be me, you, Brady. It, it would have gone full circle and we'll all be in our own little nursing home. Brady's Brady's already in his sixties, any he? <laughs> 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 fucking older than all us. <laughs> <clears throat> True, Dave thought- will probably be in there the longest. <laughs> I thought he was. So, I thought he was one of our mates' dads. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh bloody hell! Oh, I'll never forget when a prostitute told him he looked like Ronan Keating. What? He looks like Uncle Fester. Oh, fucking Ronan Keating! Oh. <laughs> oh. And he looked. And he looked at me dead serious and said, "I've told. I told you. I told you. Oh. You look like Ronan oh. Keating. You do." she walked home she bummed a fag off him um, and the next word she said was you look like ruining you look you look like ruining keating you do and i just went oh my days and looked at him and he just instead of looking at me as if roll these eyes it's a bit you know what i mean a lady of the night yeah told you told you oh, my days <laughs> come on day let's get you home Oh, bloody hell. They were the days. They were the days. Anyway. Yeah. Football. Oh, go on. Go on. We can do football before we get into the the nitty gritty of this silliness. (laughs) I thought I'd wrap up (laughs) before we have a good three quarter of an hour on lockdown two. Just Uh, Barclays Premier League. It's three quarters of an hour. If I was going, what's the point? <laughs> I don't know what's the point. I don't know. Anyway, oh, Barclays Premier League uh, Saturday there was Sheffield United nil, Man City one, Burnley nil, Chelsea three, Liverpool two, Burnley nil, Chelsea two, Liverpool two, West, did Liverpool West Ham West Ham two one two one and Stoke played Rotherham. See, I bought the Stoke into oh, well and won one, one nil. In Southend, lost to Port Vale, who beat them 2 0. Oh, well, that's nice. And then today we've had Aston Villa 3, Southampton 4. James Ward Prowess with a masterclass, just beautiful on his birthday. Newcastle 2, Everton 1. Um, Man United have lost to Arsenal 1 0. Is that a little, little bit of excitement in your voice then as you said, Newcastle? Uh, Newcastle! <laughs> Oh, I'm really happy. I'm really happy today. So all week I've been having it from a guy at work. All week he's an Everton fan. You know, the all week he's been giving it to him. And I can't wait till the morning meeting tomorrow at 9 o'clock. <laughs> uh, 
I've got my Newcastle United top all ready on the coat hanger, ready to go tomorrow. I'm ready to go to, for the Zoom meeting. You're going for the, you know, it's it's going to be like the serious, like, right, lads, we're going back into lockdown <laughs> meeting, and you're just going to be there in your fucking black and white stripes with this <laughs> big smile on your face. Uh, eh, eh, eh. <laughs> Top of the fucking league now, are you? Hey. <laughs> and my boss is a Man United fan, so. Well, that does put Liverpool um, <clears throat> back at the top of the league. Uh, legitimately clear as well. Uh, and it takes Newcastle to 11th. So Where are Man United? Uh, 15th. What did I say about their manager? Oh, he was not very. Yeah, no, not he's out of his depth. Mm-hmm. Out of his depth. I think they were your words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what do you reckon? He's got another three weeks. If that, surely, if they can't keep it going, mm. Manchester United in the bottom half of the table, biggest team in the world in the bottom half of the table. Right. Soon they'll be in a relegation fight. Because mm. imagine that. Jeez, they don't do anything oh. about it now. It's one of them as well, a relegation dogfight. You don't want to get sucked into it. No. You really don't want to get sucked into it because when you when you don't when your passes just aren't making it, games and games and games just go by and before you know it it's the end of the season and you're in the bottom three. Yeah. And I and Newcastle had an amazing team. We had Michael Owen, we had Damien Duff. Oh God, uh, Nicky Butt. Oh God, who else did we have? We had a bloody good mm. team and we still went down. Yeah. Doesn't matter who you are, you can still get relegated. So Manchester United with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, yes, you've done well in the Champions League, but <laughs> unless he wins the next match, they're fiery. If he doesn't win the next match. Yeah. Yeah, there's only so much you can do before you, you've got to make them changes. Um, <clears throat> we can't keep saying, oh, it's Paul Pogba. Yeah. That's all everyone keeps saying it's Paul Pogba and he's not good enough and this, that and the other and you can't just sack on the good of Solskjaer. Yes, you can. You he's can. not good enough. It's Manchester United. Yeah. He, he's out of his depth. Yeah, it's a team yeah. and somebody's got to fucking lead that team. Somebody's got to lead the team. Somebody's got to manage that team. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and not be, not be A, out of the depth, not be B, the fucking best mate. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Somebody's got to take control and manage that team. And get them out of that, you know, I think for this season, just get them out of that fucking potential relegation fight. I'd settle for middle of the fucking table at this point. I'm responsible for my team, you know. We haven't lost the whole of October. (laughs) 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 Well. Sorry. Sorry. It looks like you won't be losing anything throughout November as well, Cleon, because nobody's allowed to leave the fucking house again. See, my record is getting even better. <laughs> oh, shall we do this? Go on then, let's gang on a minute then. Right. Go on then. So, Go on, then. yesterday, Saturday the 31st uh, of October, it's Halloween. It's a weird Halloween because anybody who celebrates Halloween by going out and dressing up and maybe partaking in some, um, some beverages uh, couldn't do that last night. Um, because we just can't do them things anymore in the UK at the moment. Uh, so a lot of people resorted to doing Halloween in the house. We did Halloween in the house. I had, we had, I had no intention of doing anything for Halloween, uh, but we all painted us faces and we got some sugary treats out and we put some tunes on and <clears throat> we played some games and it was a nice night. But breaking news on the Friday, I think it was late Friday night I saw it, the breaking news, um, as Boris Johnson is set to announce a four-week lockdown or a month-long lockdown, um, and this was coming from inside sources, like, so I'm like, oh, okay. And he said he was meant to be addressing the nation on Monday, and then as Saturday comes along, it's like he's addressing the nation tonight, um, and things are just getting leaked and leaked and leaked and leaked. Uh, apparently, a lot of Tory backbenchers are fucking livid because the first they heard of it was from the newspapers and not from the party themselves you know mm-hmm. these 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 guys are members of of parliament they are members of government 
and they didn't know about it until they saw it in the news the next day. So the press conference was scheduled for four o'clock, and then it was put back to um, five o'clock. And rugby then, was on. And, well, that's what I said. He forgot the fucking rugby was on. Um, and then it was six o'clock, and then it was like half six, and it was like quarter to seven when he eventually came out. Um, when all the rugby was finished. When the rugby had finished, yeah. And so Boris Johnson, you had you had the um, you know the, the medical um, what's the word I'm looking for? Staff. Not the staff. <laughs> advisors. Team? Advisors. That's advisors, it. Advisors. Scientists. Um, to. Giving you all the data the, Allen analysts, yeah, analysts, advisors, giving you all the jargon, showing you the spreadsheets, showing you the graphs, what's going to happen if we don't do anything, basically. And then Boris takes center stage and explains that um, we need to act now. We need to act now. We need to do something about this, and that's why he's putting the country into another lockdown. Um, so pubs, mm-hmm. restaurants. Um, bars, cafes, blah, 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 to close. Um, Non-essential shops to close. Um, Supermarkets will remain open. And food outlets that offer takeaway can stay open as well. Um, But everything else else is to close. Well, McDonald's could do... um, Takeaway. Yeah, they could do takeaway last time, but they still closed... Or did everything close for the first three months? I don't remember now, apart from supermarkets. No, everything closed for the first month. <clears throat> this is like month two in lockdown. Yeah. Remember last lockdown? Well, that's what I... No, you know construction, what? Can you remember halfway through the last lockdown when he lifted construction? Yeah, yeah. This is where we are now. See, I didn't um, I didn't use any like takeaways or anything throughout lockdown. We didn't have any. Um so I, I don't know when takeaways reopened or anything. Like, I don't actually know the dates of them. Uh, but takeaways can stay open. But the, the big thing about this one is schools, colleges, and universities are all to stay open. Um, which Thank you, Boris. Which is great because education is important and whatnot. But it's also, like, a bit baffling to me. I don't... I well, don't get it well i just don't think it's going to achieve much it, the infection rate amongst children is low but the infection rate amongst high school kids is high that's where it's getting transmitted um it it just it's to, to me it seems really silly how <clears throat> if you take i don't know staffordshire university so I can, like, everybody's got to stay at home. You can't go to anybody else's house. All non-essential shops are to close. If you do meet somebody that doesn't live with you, it can only be one person, and it has to be outside, and you have to social distance, and you have to wear masks. However, you can go and mingle with the 15,000 people that go to Staffordshire University. Now, I know, <laughs> I, I know the university is... You know, they're meant to be COVID secure and they're meant to have, you know, everybody's meant to have bubbles and blah, 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 blah. But that shit isn't happening. That's not happening. Schools... No, it's not, is it at all? Schools, like, you know, schools have a little bit more control over it. But, you know, speaking to family members that are are in high schools, there are schools that seem to be doing a really good job where... Everybody's in their own school bubbles. They don't leave that room. They've got their own outdoor area to go outside and nobody else uses that area, or at least not at the same time. Um, And the teachers go to them and they all leave at separate times of the day as well. So not everybody's just all going out the gate at the same time. So, but then I've heard the other side from a different school where, yes, they've got all the bubbles and stuff in place in the school, but... It's not really being enforced that well. And then when it does come to home time, they're just letting all the kids go. So literally, you've been in your bubble for five hours, and then all of a sudden, as you're heading out, you're still in the building, you're just mingling with everybody. There's no social mm-hmm. distancing, you're mingling with everybody. And yeah. the said school that I'm talking about, which I won't name, um, but it's in the Sentinel, so you can fucking find it if you want, has had positive, positive cases of covid where the parents have 
sent the children to get tests and then sent them back to school before the results have come back. And they've actually ended up coming back positive. So they've been walking around school positive with, with COVID. Um, and I don't know, to, to me, it just seems like... It's like putting a plaster if some... It's like if somebody slit your throat just sticking a plaster on it. Like, that, yeah. it's going to fucking bleed out. It's going to bleed out eventually, you know what I mean? It's like... I, I don't know... I, I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert. I'm not a doctor. You know what I mean? Maybe maybe just shutting essential retail and shutting these shops but keeping the schools open, maybe that's enough. You know, keep everybody at home but going to school is fine. Maybe, maybe, that, maybe that's enough to bring the... The, the rate down again i don't i don't know but it just doesn't seem logically like i don't know if the kids if the kids are at school and the parents are at home and not going anywhere <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you think about it kind of logically if you're in your shielding group you're yeah. not advised to go anywhere near it, but you're not going anywhere for the whole month so you'll go past your shielding shielding time anyway mm. Because you'll be in your house, not going anywhere. So, if you look at it from that angle, yeah, there's loads of factors. In, yeah, there's loads of factors. In there. I mean, obviously, so like, if you get something in your house, all of a sudden you don't go out from your house, do you? No, no. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. So if it comes back to your house, it kind of kills the the spread of it straight mm. away. If, if you look at it in that type of angle. It's, you see um, where I'm coming from? Yeah, no, yeah, I get that. I understand that. Yeah, um, I don't know, man. It's, I, th- I, I, for me personally, I just think lock it down or don't lock it down. I think I said this last time: lock it down yeah. or don't lock it down. You know what I mean? And I, and I and I get the trying. It's about like protecting the NHS, so we're not they're not you know inundated with patients in in one short space of time. And and like you said in the press conference, you know, it's it's hopefully it's going to prevent doctors from having to make the who gets the oxygen today decision you know what i mean it's like because there's that many patients well who's going to get the oxygen today because we've only got enough to go around and it's trying to avoid that situation so i, yeah. I do i do get it but I, like i said last week well on wednesday about the you know the death rate per population um now it's quite funny, actually. I, I mentioned this because we, I was talking about Sweden, and I've actually been—I've been on the phone to a friend who lives in Sweden this afternoon. And it's—you know—Sweden is a massive country, um, yeah. absolutely massive country. But the population's low, so you know it's a bigger country than us, but the population's only like ten million. And and he was saying literally, like you know. Stockholm's population's like it's like two million, and that's the fucking capital. It's there's nobody, there's nobody there. It's all woodland. Like there's so much space, um, and we are densely populated. So my argument of Sweden have done nothing, and their death rate per population is about the same as ours. Maybe that doesn't stand. You know what I mean? Because yeah, their population is compared to the 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 amount of land they've got is absolutely nothing. There's no densely populated areas at all, by the sounds of it, anyway. Um, And whereas, you know, even just our small city of Stoke-on-Trent is densely populated. And then when you get to the bigger cities, you get to Birmingham, man, fuck. Fuck Yeah, and then when they say herding in that country worked, herding's about three people in about (laughs) a mile square foot of each other. Um, So, yeah, you know... herding worked. But we are we are densely populated, and it, and it is easy for me to sit here and say, just fucking let us get on with it now. You know what I mean? Either lock us down or don't lock us down. And it's easy for me to say that because I'm, like I say, I'm no medical expert, but I'm I'm relatively healthy. Um, I'm pretty certain if I was to catch it, I would probably just have mild symptoms or I'd have like a bad cold. It'd be like a bad yeah. cold, and I'd get through the other end of it after a couple of weeks, and it'd feel like I'd, I'd have an hangover. But I'd, I'd get, I'd, I'm pretty certain, and I don't know this as fact, obviously, but you know, I'm pretty certain I'd get through the other end of it, and I'd be fine. So it's easy for me to say that, whereas you know, somebody that's with... why it's not a problem for your children to go to school. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
I, it's not a problem for Marshall to go to school anyway, man. You know what I mean? I, I, you get what I mean? Though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, for me, this uh, for me personally, this second lockdown isn't. It, it's not going to make any difference to me whatsoever. I just can't. I just can't go buy any jeans from anywhere. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> that's it, really. You know what I mean? It's not. I'm. I'm. I'm still going to go to work. My missus is still going to go to work. The kids are still going to go to school. And, you know, I'm still going to do my shopping at the supermarket. It's not, it really isn't going to affect me in the slightest. I just can't go and buy a record from Music Mania. Yeah. Which I'll wait, I'll wait till December. You know what I mean? It's going to be fucking manic in December when everything opens up again, though. Because everybody's going to be rushing out to do that fucking Christmas shopping. It's going to be crazy. It's also very clever. Well, yeah, I get that, but it's just, if you think, like, there's been a couple of times when I've been out and about uptown, and I've looked around and gone, fuck, it's really busy here, and I've gone a bit like, it's practically impossible to socially distance in this shop. It's really busy up here, and I'm a bit like, ooh, I might just give it a minute and then go in in a bit like, come December, once everything reopens, it's going to be manic. Everywhere is going to be absolutely chaotic. It's going to be crazy. People panicking. Boris Johnson is going, ooh. Well, I mean, I, I had to, you know, Boris Johnson announces a lockdown, um, and the day after he announces it, the dickhead here needs to go buy bread. Like, and and I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Facebook, and people are going like, oh, it's really busy. Oh, the, the toilet roll hoarders are at it again. And I'm just like, I don't want to oh, go. I don't want Dave. to go. Some one one of the other mates said it was like he went he went I can't remember what supermarket said he went said it was like te- said it was like Christmas Eve, um, so I'm dreading it's a fucking Sunday as well it's a Sunday and I've got to go <clears throat> to Tesco's to get bread. Did you go? <clears throat> I did go, and do you know what? It was absolutely fine. It was absolutely. Yeah, it was busier. It was busier than a normal Sunday, but it was fine. The shelves were full. There was loads of bread. There was loads of tins. There was bog roll on the shelf. There was loads of everything. It was fine, but it was busier than normal. You can tell people were a bit like, you know what, let's just go and get an extra box of whatever. Let's go get an extra couple of tins. Let's go get an extra bottle of milk. Um, but every, well, but everything was still there. It's the next three days that are going to fucking... That, where, where are you going to see what's going on? I um, I went to Morrison's with both for the very same reason. Oh, we've got no bread and milk. So I went to Morrison's and I'm at the checkout. It's all fine. Everything's packed. Everyone's queuing up everywhere. And um, I've looked to the guy loading next to me and he's loaded on 22 bottles of semi-skin milk. 22? Yeah, the big ones. You've got a big fucking family. (laughs) I like Luke Tallian about four loaves. And I looked at him and I was kind of like, they're disposable. They're, they're perishables. Why? Why would you? Why would you get that many? Mm. They're all getting out of date. What's the? It makes no sense. Just, it makes no <clears throat> sense whatsoever. No Unless he's buying for a How? business or something, doesn't it? Yeah. What are you buying? Sell it on? Are you a milk dealer? Is a milk dealer a thing? <laughs> You're the milk dealer. Not Do the people bu- deal milk on the black market? So all these thoughts are going through my head. I just thought, why would you? The supply, like the supply line again, is not affected. Why is this yeah. a thing again? Why is it a thing again? And people that's think, oh, it's going to be affected. And that's what, what, what I mean. Boris said that in his press conference. He's like, the supermarkets are staying open. There's no need to stockpile. And the, but <laughs> there, there was no need to stockpile the first time. It's like. Everything still ran as normal. The reason there was nothing on the shelf is because you dickheads fucking bought People everything. Stockpiled. If you didn't stockpile, the, the 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 supplier was still the supply was still there. Just that you fucking bought everything before they delivered it. So mm-hmm. then they were eating into next week's supplies. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous, man. I, I, and I st- you know what? It still baffles me. Six months on, seven months on, however long it's been. Um, why bog roll? Why were people what? stockpiling bog roll? I don't get it. Food, I understand. You gotta, you gotta eat. I get food. Why bog roll? And how much bog roll have these people used in the last seven months? Because they stockpiled last time. The thing is, Cleon, right? You can wash your ass in the sink. It's like, <laughs> why bog roll? 
Worst case scenario, right? You're just washing your arse under the tap. I don't get it. <laughs> Why bog roll? Oh my days! You can do if it comes to blowing your nose. You can do that footballer thing. You know, you you you, you <laughs> one, one finger on one nostril and just blow like, onto the ground. <laughs> you know what I mean? So what do you what do you do for your arse? Do you just do you just cover your nose and your mouth and go? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, man, why bog roll? It makes no fucking sense whatsoever. I've got no idea. What is, what's going to happen to the world in the event where we run out of toilet roll? Use the fucking magazine, if you're that bothered, like. Use a towel, chuck it and wash. I don't know. <laughs> we, surely we've all got some old fucking Primark t-shirts knocking about that we don't wear anymore. You know what I mean? Use one of them. I don't know. There's no need to stockpile bog roll. It's fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, I do agree with you. I don't see the reason behind it, the reason or the rhyme behind stockpiling bog roll. I, I don't. Bread as well. I mean, I get, like, if people have got chest freezers or, or big big upright freezers or something, like, you can freeze your bread, can't you? But, you know what I mean? It's like, we we never, we didn't stockpile anything. You know what I mean? We've no, all we, we've always got like a few. Um, I've always got like a few bottles of UHT milk in the house, just in case. You know, for some reason, I can't get milk from somewhere if something happens. And then I know I've got a few bottles of UHT milk. I've always got a couple of tins of something like we don't we don't have tinned veggies or anything in, in the house. Like we always buy fresh. But there's always a, there's always a couple of tins somewhere just in case. Like I don't know, you can't get through to the end of the fucking month and y- your bank balance is a bit low. Oh, it's all right. We'll use them tin peas. It's it's fine. Uh, but I think I think it kind of shows how what a privileged time we're living in. Hmm. You know, I I don't think I've just been thinking. Then when you were saying, "Have I ever stockpiled?" and I'm like, "No, no I've never stockpiled neither. I've never had to. That's no. not bad." No, but we didn't have to in the fucking lockdown. We didn't we didn't stockpile anything. And I went, mm. you know, it doesn't matter where. Yeah, maybe I had to go to a couple of different shops, but I was always able to get fresh milk. Always, mm-hmm. there wasn't there always. wasn't there wasn't a day. Where I went to the supermarket and there was no fresh milk. Maybe there wasn't any in one of the supermarkets, but there was one in. There was a bottle somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I always, I was always able to get fresh milk. I was always able to get, you know, fresh meats. I was always, yeah. always able to get frozen stuff. No matter what I needed, mm-hmm. I was able to get it from somewhere. There was, no, we mm-hmm. didn't run out of anything. And then, you know, we used, we obviously used the time to like experiment with shit as well. We baked our own bread. Not that we, not that we needed to. We could buy bread. There was plenty of bread everywhere. It may not be. The, that's the thing. It may not be the bread that you wanted. You might wanted fucking Kingsmill medium fifty fifty, and you had to settle for a fucking Hovis white or something. But boo fucking who? It's bread. You know what I mean? Like I think there was one day where I had no. It's to, not bread, Dave. You can't have white. I had to. Well, there was one day where I had to get like fucking tiger bread. It was like a tiger sliced tiger loaf. It was the oh, only thing we had, delicious. and I was just like, "This is this is. We can have fucking lockdown more often if this is the case." I'm oh, I'm forced into buying tiger bread. Oh shame. Oh, bootylicious, Dave. Get some of that. Get but, some balsamic vinegar. Oh, get a little <laughs> bit of oil. Oh, Ooh, but we we you know we experimented with wine. the, the mm. baking the own bread. We all had to go as well. The four of us in the house, we all had to go of doing our own loaf because I'm shit at. But I can cook. I can cook the shit out of fucking anything. But I'm I'm crap at baking. Baking's always been my kryptonite. Um, I don't even get me started with pastry. I've, no, no, not doing it. Not touching the shit. Um, so we all had to go at doing bread, and you know. They all came out really good as well. Like, we did try a gluten-free one. It was like a fucking house brick. That just didn't work at all. <laughs> I, might, I might have a go at doing a bread, a loaf. Good Or a malt loaf. You know what the thing is as well? Like, obviously, we did it for a fucking laugh. We were like, let's see who can make the best fucking loaf of bread. Me expecting to, like, come last in the house. Mine, I think it was last in all fairness, but it didn't come out too bad. It was quite nice. But... The, the other side to that is, obviously, you've got yourself a fucking loaf of bread there as well. That lasted a couple of days. You know what I mean? It's like, bonus to having a little fucking baking competition in the house. Look at all this bread. And, you know, we had fucking 
sandwiches and shit made with the homemade bread. We made some soups with the homemade bread, and it was fucking. We had some really nice pissing bread. But Very nice. there was no need. What I'm saying is, there was no need for us to do that. We just did it for a laugh, um, mm-hmm. and because you could you could get fucking stuff everywhere. Like now, I understand. I'm in a fortunate. I say a fortunate. I'm in. A, I'm in a position where I can just go and walk to the shop. You know, I'm not frail. I'm not disabled. I'm not. You know, I. I'm not. I haven't got. Um, what's the one where you're scared of going outside? Agoraphobia. Mm-hmm. I haven't got agoraphobia. I can just walk to the shop. I get that there's people who were isolating. They couldn't leave the house, and doing like online online deliveries and stuff was a pain in the fucking arse. I understand that. So I am talking from a point of view where I'm in a position to be able to go and do all this stuff and I understand that other people couldn't. Yeah. But there was still stuff on the shelves. You know what I mean? There was still yeah, the there, supply team is never the supply, affected. Yeah, never affected. It was dickheads that were just going out and stockpiling that affected that. We <laughs> we I must admit that very last week, I think it was the Tuesday, when did we lock down? He was closing. It was the mon- Was it the Monday we locked down? We closed the schools on the Friday. Then we locked down on the Monday, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it would have been the the maybe the Tuesday or the Wednesday, the week before we actually went into lockdown. I did sit in the house with a bit of a panic, and I, and I was feeling a bit anxious. And and I, and I said to the messes, I was like, "Look, let's say everywhere closes tomorrow and we can't get anything from anywhere." Mm-hmm. how long can we last with what we've got and the messages were like mm, two weeks and i was like <laughs> right and she said two weeks without like thinking maybe a bit longer if we ration a bit but two weeks easily and i was like right okay and i did say shall we just pop out and just grab a few bits. I don't mean like a trolley full. Shall we just grab a few things? Just a few tins, you know, a bit of UHT milk, blah, blah, blah. And I must admit, like, that was crazy, because they, they, they'd closed Tesco. We got up there about 8 o'clock, and they'd shut the doors. They were like, nope, no more in. We can't. They, they were just fucking empty. So we went up to Azadis, <laughs> and it was an absolute nightmare. It was so fucking bad. And everything was empty. There was nothing on the shelves. We did manage to get a few little bits... Um, and, but, you know, nothing that we actually ended up using. It was all mm. still there at the end of lot. We've used it now, but it was all still there at the yeah, end of Yeah, it was all still there at the end. Um, so I, you know, I did get that sense of, of panic. I did, you know, I understand. I, I, so I understand why people were doing it. Cause I was a bit like, if, if they do shut the fucking shops, like what, how long are we going to last? But then it's like, they can't, sh- they can't shut the fucking shops. They can't do that. Yeah. No, they can't. So. Because we'll all starve. <laughs> we need we need food. Um, I mean, granted, they can make us stay in the house, and we have to do online deliveries. I get that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They could make us do that, but they, they can't stop that fucking food supply at all. So it's silly. It's just silly to panic by, you know. Yeah. And I get, I get the, um, you know, the old apocalypse box that some people have got. You know, with your with your dry goods and your smash, your boxes are smashing your UHT milk just in case, just in case the apocalypse yep. happens. At least you've got your hobnobs. At least you've got your packet of hobnobs, your UHT milk, and some smash to get you through. Yep. <laughs> Before you have to go fighting people outside. <laughs> when the apocalypse comes, David, I will be fit, full, and fighting yeah. my way back. I'll Cheers, man. Appreciate that. Can you remember? Can you remember that time we had the conversation about the apocalypse box on the podcast, and I got my words completely mixed up, and I kept on referring to the apocalypse as the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah. And not one of you, neither you nor TJ, corrected me. You just let me fucking bury my own hole there. <laughs> <laughs> why is it? Why is it up to us <laughs> to vaguely, help you out of that hole? There? I vaguely, I'm sorry. I vaguely remember you both just kind of staring at me, slightly open mouthed, and I couldn't work out why. <laughs> <laughs> until i got text message next day off one of my mates going holocaust box what the fuck dave and i was like oh oh no i'm antipocalypse <laughs> <laughs> oh doesn't know oh, dave does have a holocaust box uh, i haven't got a fucking holocaust box jesus christ <clears throat> not in the slightest Oh dear. oh dear, we'll segue away from that. So yeah, yeah so lockdown see. is from this Thursday. Is it the 5th of November? Uh, remember, remember. 
the fifth of November. Like, I don't know. Is that, Thurs- is that Thursday? Is it first, first today. Any? Yeah. So fifth. Yeah, fifth of November. Yeah. So from the fifth of November, Guy Fawkes Night, which could prove to be quite poignant. Actually, we could have the bombing <laughs> of Parliament from the first day of lockdown, which would be quite cool. Um, to the second of December. It'd only be quite cool if it, if it happened and then it instantly rebuilt itself. Just like magic. Like playing a fucking PlayStation game. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'd hate to see Parliament blow it up. <clears throat> oh, no. Lovely building. I did it. I did it. Um, I, no, I didn't do the essay on that, actually. I, I did it. I studied the uh, the building of Parliament and um, the uh, the architecture behind it last year. Uh, but I didn't end up doing the essay on, on, uh, on that. But uh, but no, yeah, lovely building. Um, <clears throat> Until the second of December, Dave. So it's just it is just a calendar month, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all non-essentials. We're not going out. We're not going in restaurants. We're not doing anything really. They've we're actually really doing anything anyway. No, yeah, kept swapping tiers and going up and down, left and right. So. Well, they've extended the furlough scheme, haven't they? As well, that ended. Today, yeah, he's carried that. But on. they're carrying it on to, for, for the for the four weeks, which is cool. Um, but there's a lot. Of, there are so many businesses that are not going to come out of this. They're just mm. not going to come out the end of this at all. Um, I tell you something, man. Fucking um, my uh, my barber, Sean uh, Sean Beck, who Sean Beck Sides, who I've mentioned a few times on the podcast. Uh, he's been like putting on his social media like Saturday morning. Um, I think he, he, he took like 20 odd fucking bookings in the space of like no time in the morning um, mm-hmm. because people had heard the news and literally I believe the last time I checked I think he himself was fully booked um, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday I think there was only a handful of appointments left for the other stylists um, and he, Will be. he normally uh, I, I believe he normally closes on a Monday uh, but they're open. They've opened Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and they've got extended opening hours as well. And they, they I'm, just... I'm ready to go. Do you know what, man? I got mine. I got mine cut last week, and uh, there was part of me that was like, I could book in and just get it tidied up for the four weeks. And then I was like, why? I'll just go in December when he's open again. And that's me fucking jinxing it there straight away. We're going to get to December, and it's going to be like, no, we're actually locking, locking down now, like till January. <laughs> <laughs> on on the old side of spooky tales, and we've just had Halloween, and you've just mentioned the word jinxing. Mm. And last week, or not last week, on Thursday, Wednesday, we had a show where we said the irony of you playing a match and you not needing to play that match in a veteran's match and getting injured in the subsequent match. Yeah. And it was quite ironic. So today Mitchell has played in a game which he didn't have to play in. This <laughs> is my brother. And he's currently up A&E. So um, the irony again <laughs> of a jinx happening. Can I just say my mother is not happy. <laughs> it's just, um, it's just, it must just be in your genes. It must just be your family. Like, no, Mitchell doesn't have bad knees. No, I just mean like just getting just jinxing it. Like, <laughs> just lock the rest of your siblings in their house. Like, just don't. <laughs> if you don't have to do it, don't go and do it. It's simple as that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is a lifelong lesson to I've been your a, family. If I, you don't have to do it, don't do it. I've been asked to. I've just been asked to go up and take part in this. No, stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> It's only going to end a disaster, Norman. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know at all. Do you know the, one the thing... irony of it? So get well soon, good. The what? One of the things I'm um, I am concerned about, you know, with this lockdown, is we're going to have fuck all to talk about next week. Oh no! Some <laughs> more people will have died. Yeah, there'll be some more deaths. It's going to turn into fucking 2016 all over again, isn't it? Every week, <laughs> who's died? Who's died this week? 
we need to be careful saying this, Dave, that apparently the second wave's coming back a lot worse, and we're being quite jovial about it. Well, they, they we said, don't want to start they? jinxing stuff. Look at the track record we've currently got with jinxing things, and we're currently being jovial about it. Oh, look what's coming, such and such. The thing is, though, <laughs> let's not joke like, about this. I'm fucking, I'm fed up of it all. I couldn't give. I'm literally like, no matter what the like, go back to norm, go back to the first lockdown, go back to March. I was dead. Pan- I was a bit really panicked. I was worried about my job. I was worried about pay. Worried about paying the bills. Worried about you know getting food in the house. Worried about the kids, the family, mum, everything. And then as the months went on, everything kind of calmed down a bit. It all got a bit more normal. Then they talk about the new normal. Then they start reopening the shops. And then it was eat out to help out. And we went for some food. And and now everything kind of feels a bit more normal or it did a bit more normal yeah we're all wearing face masks and we're socially distancing but it was all a bit like yeah this is it's pretty uh pretty normal now this is i can this is fine and but the amount of different things that get thrown at you in the space of a couple of weeks like the tiered system of like yeah. cities going in different <coughs> tiers and don't do this but do that uh, you know we told you to go back to work but now we're saying work from home you go back home the and all these different changes keep getting thrown at you to the point where now i'm like i, d- I don't know what else you can t- say that's going to make me go because <gasps> nothing is you, all right okay so now we're doing a tiered system all right now we've got work from home all right i'll go another lockdown okay fair enough it's just like it's literally just going over yeah. the top of me i'm just fed up of it it's just everything's just it's not even shocking news anymore it's like oh we're locked down oh, okay well whatever <laughs> all right let's do that then shall we and the abs- game work yeah okay then yeah and absolutely none of it is making any sense. You could have the best fucking... You could have the best scientist in the world explain it to me like he was presenting fucking news round on CBBC, and I'd still be like, yeah, that makes no sense, though. I'd find a fucking (laughs) hole in it somewhere. I'd find a hole in it somewhere, but literally, what you're saying is, we've got to stay at home, but but go to work and mingle with the 17 fucking hundred people that are in your building. All right, yeah, okay, that makes sense. That's fine. What the fuck ever. Like, it's... (laughs) Yeah. So, so okay. What what you're saying is is I've is when when I work in uh, when you work in painting and decorating and you have to wear them big fucking masks with the big fucking tank things on the side of them to stop you from inhaling all the fucking fumes from paint, right? Uh, but sticking a fucking scarf over my mouth is going to stop me from catching the or spreading the uh, the world's most deadly fucking virus. As it's been well, Davey, when you right. go and work in asbestos conditions, you are wearing a PPE mask. If you are going to university, you are not asked to mix with the 1,400 or 14,000 other people. <laughs> you are asked to social distance from them, Dave. Yeah, you are. So you're not supposed to be near them. Yeah, social distance. So, you, you know what, right? It, it, is, it is that fucking, that thing where relying on the common sense of the public, isn't it? And we're relying on the common sense of the public to do the right thing, right? Have you fucking watched any viral videos on the internet? The the, <laughs> the public have got no common sense. No, li- there was kids eating fucking washing detergent a couple of years back. Literally yep. eating eating washing detergent. The public have got no common sense, and I'll throw me. The, the, I'll the throw my own. I'll 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 throw my own name into that hat as well because I've done some stupid fucking shit over the years too, right? Anything for a laugh. It's um, it's the the public haven't gotten any common sense. We need to be told what to do. That simple, right? Some of us have. That's harsh. Some of us have, but the general public have got no fucking common sense. So asking us to yeah go to work, but just make sure you're social distancing. It's not going to happen, mate. I went fucking. I went Tesco's today, right? It was impossible to social distance in there. People have got no fucking sense of of of, of, aware, of spatial spatial awareness, social awareness, spatial awareness. No, n- nobody. Better both, yeah, yeah. Better both. You were right the first time. No, nobody in in that building today, right? Nobody cared. There was nobody social distancing in the slightest. Do you know what? Do you know what I've noticed? There's no consideration anymore. Yeah. No consideration just for anybody general else. consideration. And I'm not being an old bastard. Just general. You know when you're walking and there's a woman walking at the same time, just you stop walking so they can just go through first. And if you've got a child and you're walking and there's a bloke walking towards you, 
they stop and let your child go through the door first when you're mm. in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just yeah. general manners. It's all seemed to be going out the window. Manners, that's the one as well, isn't it? That's the fucking one. Manners and just generally just kind of just being fucking nice to other people. Like, you can always mm. tell as well. I don't know what you're like in, in a supermarket, like with the, with people on the checkout, but I like to. I strike up a bit of a conversation with the person on the checkout. Like, not. I don't. You like, strike up a conversation with everybody. Well, yeah, because it's nice. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like I don't just stick my head down and, and get all my stuff in a bag and go phone card, thanks, and walk off. I'll say, I'll say hello. You know what I mean? I'll say hello. I'll look at them. I'll, I mean, obviously, I'm wearing a mask, so you can't see me fucking smiling now. But it's like, I'll smile. I'll say hello. I'll ask them if they're okay. How's you? And, it, and then from them first couple of interactions, you can judge whether the person actually wants a conversation with you or not. You can tell if they don't want a conversation. And then you know to just leave it. But if they're quite, you know, responsive, you can be like, how's your day going? What time you on yeah. till? What time stick, you on till? Stick your phone number in it. What? Um, you've been like, <laughs> so um, you can have conversations with people. And I found several times that that goes a long way. Just being nice <laughs> and having a conversation with somebody goes such a long fucking way. For that person who's sat in that chair scanning everybody's fucking shopping for the next six hours... Just a little bit of politeness and kindness and conversation just makes the day a little bit better. It kind of restores your faith a little bit in humanity. I've been in, in, in you know customer service before where you deal with fucking dickheads. Um, I say customer service, you know, I've worked on a bar. Like, and <laughs> that's what I meant, serving customers, not customer service as in, like, you know, on a phone. Um, serving customers. So, you know, and... Just when when you've had a bunch of shitty fucking customers, just one person who comes along and is just generally just nice, says please, says thank you, you know, <laughs> uses the manners, smiles, asks how your day you're going, like, and yeah, you know, you 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 don't fucking go, you know what, mate? Actually, it's it's beach shite. Shall we sit down and talk about it? You know, obviously, yeah, it's fine, but it just makes you feel a little bit better. Just these nice interactions. So just being courteous to people, being nice to people, you know. Yes. It's, it's just it has it, uh, nine times out of ten it's gone out the fucking window. You do get the odd the odd good eggs, Cleon though, like me and you. The the odd one where you're talking and you say hi hi. I however was completely different in Morrison's today because the woman in Morrison's would was not noticing that my light was flashing. She just wasn't Dave. She went everywhere first. <laughs> she was a good half an hour. She was about two seconds away from having a tin of mushy peas on the back of her head. <laughs> just pitching it. Ah! <laughs> yeah. Because she kept walking over to me to like the person dead close to me, looking at me, and then walking off. <laughs> and I kept, and I, kept, I, kept, I kept thinking what she did. And then she came to the person this side of me, looked at me after, and walked off. Yeah. So I ended up going, I, ended up, I went, Oi, come here, come here, <laughs> come do me this. And she went, okay, just marched over. She went everywhere, Dave. She went everywhere. <laughs> she basically done everybody. People who were like four people behind me and the queue had been and gone and had the flashy lighty thing where she had to come <laughs> back and check it. You know where you're nice to start off with. <laughs> yeah, just the smile. You take a step step to the side and just smile like mm. you go like and you look at her in the eyes and you go, Aye. She didn't twig in though, Dave. She Nothing. just went she just went, Aye. You're oh. right. Walked off. And walked off. I thought, no, no, I'm not No, I'm not trying to chat you. No. Aye. Aye. And just walked off again. <laughs> Absolutely shocking. Morrison's is crap during a pandemic. Yeah. I, I forgot that I forgot that day because I noticed that about Morrison's the first time yeah. round. I only went in like twice. I avoided it like the plague after that. Yeah, once you go in you go not do Morrison's again. Not Tesco again. Tesco's best during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Same as wasn't too say. bad. Same as wasn't too bad, bro. Oh look at us, eh? Old man talking about shopping. Um <laughs> Right. <laughs> Fuck it, let's wrap it up. Um Big thanks. 
to everybody that listens week in and week out. You guys are awesome. I say this every week, uh, but we really do appreciate the listens. We really do appreciate the likes. We appreciate the fact that people must be sharing us about because listeners are um, uh, going up. Uh, so if you could leave us a review wherever you listen to the show, uh, if it's possible to leave a review wherever you listen to the show, please leave us a review. Uh, subscribe wherever you can subscribe. Follow us on our social media. Um, on Twitter, it's at shingles list pc on facebook it's facebook.com forward slash shingles list podcast you can follow me on twitter at shingler mvoc you can follow cleon at kl buley uh catches on instagram it's shinglers underscore list you guys are awesome and we will see you next time <laughs>